Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Tournament predictions and conversation on all the storylines across the PGA Tour. This is On the Green, WFUV's exclusive golf podcast. Another edition of On the Green, a big episode in this one. We're recapping the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill taking place over the weekend. And of course, we're previewing the premier PGA Tour event. A lot of people call it the fifth major. It's the players at TPC Sawgrass. We've been building up to this week. This is really the one that on the PGA Tour in the Florida swing gets everyone excited and looking forward to the Masters coming up in about a month. But a really great Arnold Palmer Invitational this past weekend. Andrew, I know both of us, all three of us really, locked in watching this tournament and just very excited. Uh, You know, at one point, five guys, I believe it was, tied for first. We thought we were going to see a playoff, but Kurt Kitayama, give him credit, really stepping up when the mat- when the moment mattered most, and, and, and he was able to grab this tournament and win it in the end. Yeah, Kirk Kitayama, who would think that a guy like that would, it's Kirk Kitayama, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, Harris English was in there too, but for the most part, it's these big names, and then Kirk is the one that sinks that big putt, and Bay Hill was kind of playing like a major, which is something that this tournament, obviously the players, these two really get these guys ready for those majors. And I think the biggest thing, you know, that you take away from this week is nobody out of the main group made that big putt. I know we were talking a little bit before Sam, how like that 18, 18th putt for Rory, the announcers were like, this is like, you know, one of those legendary moments that a guy like Rory would make. And then he pushes it right and can't make it to go. It's like, that was kind of the story of the day. I mean, for me, it was just, you know, how good a position is the PGA Tour in? Like, you're just getting none of that on live. And I, I know, you know, this kind of live PGA Tour storyline is kind of played out, but that was the big thing for me. I come back from my club baseball games. I come home. My friends are all watching in our house. And I just see all these names, all these big-time names tied on the leaderboard, eight under, seven under, six under. It was fantastic to see. And a guy like Kitayama has a triple bogey earlier yeah. in the day. Yeah. He's able to overcome it and then win at nine under. It was, it was insane, and then to have that putt on 18 where he's basically on the lip and he can tap it in, but, you know, nice move by him to kind of take it out and let Hovland, you know, finish up his chance before he taps it in, but a crazy day of golf, and that's why I love the honor of Palmer. I feel like it brings out the best of everyone heading into the players. It definitely brings out the best. It also brings out some of the craziest golf because, like we talked about, that course was playing as um, a major-style course. Yes. Guys could not make putts. Um, it seemed like nobody wanted to win this tournament in the in the back nine. But Kitayama started out, came into the round. He had a one-shot lead over Scotty Scheffler um, and Victor Hovland as well. And even looking at that heading into Sunday, you're thinking, okay, Kurt Kitayama is probably not going to hold on with the the amount of names that are behind him. Yep. You know, no offense to Kitayama, just not 
having a PGA Tour <laughs> win yet, and and to get it in this way, incredibly impressive. And then, like you mentioned, Mike, uh, on the ninth hole, triple bogey, and at that moment you're thinking, okay, chances are this is when one of these bigger names steps up, um, is able to kind of break away. It was at that time it was Jordan Spieth. Um, he had a big charge, took the lead, um, and then he gives it up. He had three bogeys in, in the final five holes. Then it's Rory McIlroy coming up, and he had a shot, um, you know, and then obviously heading into the clubhouse, he was tied for the lead at the time with eight under with Harris English, another guy who kind of came out of nowhere in the late stages of Sunday. Um, Scheffler had an opportunity to be at eight under as well, but he stumbled on 18, fell to seven, and then Kurt Kitayama, um birdieing 17, uh, and then on 18, just, you know, we talked about it there, a, a beautiful putt. Um, he only had to two putt from that distance, and he mm-hmm. was able to get it, obviously, uh, very, very close inches. to in on <laughs> Six that inches, first really. one. It, it reminded me a little bit of, obviously, Tiger um, in the Masters yeah, with that ball kind of hanging on in, the edge. Yeah. But it was a little bit too, you know, a little bit too much grass underneath that ball. It just, just didn't roll in, but um, obviously didn't need it. Um, and I think that, that you know, Give a huge credit to him and, and his, I would say, courage to attack those final two holes when I would say, you know, most people were, were saying, okay, chances are we're going to see a playoff or maybe at least we'll see, um, you know, one of these bigger names win it, you know, on the back nine. But even after he stumbles on nine, he's able to fight back um, in a really difficult course um, and he's able to, to find a way to win this. And, and, and huge credit to Kitayama. You're not yes. going to get much better of a first PGA Tour win, other than maybe a major, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, which Memphis obviously Patrick is not a PGA. <laughs> yeah, but a win like this, it, that it, it's counts. Very I think impressive. it counts as a PGA Tour. I mean, okay. where would you yeah. rank this on the tour events if you had to? I would say it's either, the players, it's either right? six or seven. I mean, waste management, I think, is up there. Yeah, I think Genesis maybe. I mean, if if Tiger is going to play Genesis like every year, and like let's say he plays five events, if he just plays the four majors plus the Genesis, I think the Genesis is has some major pop. Well, but if you're talking about course difficulty, oh, course difficulty, I think this Bay is probably, five. Yeah, right behind. Depending majors. on how they're playing, and also depends on which courses are hosting the major. Obviously, True. we know for the Masters and and and, but some of the other uh, majors were not exactly. But sure U.S. Open the year, course so. is always tough. They yeah, make it very extremely hard. tough. Yeah, I mean the British Open, it kind of depends. Yeah, the British Open, I'd say usually, you know, obviously when it's at St Andrews, yeah. very difficult as well. Um, but yeah, Bay Hill is a challenging course. I mean, we saw it. These guys are like. Everybody seemed like everyone had a chance to win. Nobody really I mean, it's took crazy. it. It's crazy. John Rahm sh- shot seven under on the first day, and then he kind of fell off. Yeah, completely. He, completely and Rahm was off. your pick, right? And I know you weren't on yeah, the so podcast I was on a, last yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, I had to go with Rahm, and he finished, he plus, finished one. plus one. Yeah. So he went. And, Rahm went sixty-five, seventy-six, seventy-six, seventy-two. Yeah. And I, and I do want to say this is that when I look at the tournament as a whole, the big winner Kitayama, obviously, but you can't help think Jordan Spieth kind of had in his hands I know everyone was yes. kind of tied but he was 10 under par I believe through the 13 after the birdie yeah he was 10 under and then he just you know his drives aren't there you know starts missing fairways starts missing it with the putter I mean he had a serious chance to be in a comfortable position to go into the clubhouse be the clubhouse leader and feel good about things but you know he ends the day seven under and you know very different situation for him but he's that kind of guy where it's like the Jordan you know Jordan Spieth you never know what's going to happen he's playing great golf and then at the back end of it um kind of falls apart he had like I think three holes to he potentially had three... give some space between him and the field so, either he was tied or up one so I'm looking because just looking at those his all those bogeys really he had three bogey putts that yeah. he missed and I think he missed a birdie putt on 16 yeah 
but he ended up parring it. But he missed he, a lot of putts in the back nine. It was he, had a, he had a really good yeah, chance. Yeah, he, he to win missed this a tournament. par putt from four feet on the fifteenth hole. Yeah, there you go. And they were all straight putts yep. for the most part. Yeah. Well, that's what I remember the commentators saying that as well. They were like, yeah. "This this putt's gonna fool these guys because." It's straight, but it doesn't look like yeah, it's straight. Yeah, did you see? It's I forgot who it was. I think it was Hovland, and he was just, like, moving his hands. Yeah, and he just... <laughs> a lot of guys were doing that. <laughs> yeah. Tyrrell Hatton was doing yeah. that, too, a bunch. Maybe it was Tyrrell Hatton. He, he that, was yeah. just kind of, like, putting his right hand up in the air or left hand up in yeah, the air. Yeah, it was Hatton. Saying, that's where's, it was. This, where's this moving? You know, and they're, they're, you could tell they were just... And these are professional golfers that are uh, confused. Um, did you see what Rory said? Screens. No. So he said after, he's like... So people were like... Because, like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think we're all entertained when these guys miss a few putts, and it's hard and very challenging. Yeah. So he was like, and people were like, you know, to, to Rory, they asked, like, do you think, like, that was, like, better TV? He was like, no, I'd rather have guys, like, birdie everything mm. and try to. Interesting. Which I don't I, think I, they I disagree. I, I disagree. I disagree with it, but I think someone maybe of him, obviously I mean, he's, like, like, wired to think differently. Yeah, and also uh, slightly biased, a guy that <laughs> did not win this tournament by not making birdies. He probably yes. wants to make birdies. So, of course. I mean, I, I don't blame him for that. It's he wants also, to win tournaments. It's also crazy. If you look at just the round four scores, like, I mean, you know, McElroy, you know, he finishes, two, he finishes you know, second place. His round four was two under. Kitayama was even on the day. Like, these guys weren't, you know, having great scores on this round four. And even a guy like McElroy, his two under had so many bogeys in it. It was bogey birdie, bogey birdie yeah, for was, him basically all day. Yeah, he, he, he was up and down. Up and down, yeah. And I think that, you know, he once he birdied 16, I really thought he was going to win. Yeah, but, me too. you know, he doesn't get it done. I, I mean, like, when they were talking about how legendary players make those putts, I mean, you start to think uh, Rory's obviously an amazing player. Like right now, like Tiger, I think makes that putt. Yeah, I think there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of really good players right now on tour. Yeah, but there's no. I mean, legend is obvious. Like, because you, you always compare to Tiger. I mean, if you listen to us last week, we're talking about John Rahm, not like Tiger, but we're we're talking about him as the number one golfer next to Scotty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rory, both of them, I think, are right there with Rory too. Yeah. But it's tough to think. Well, like, Rory, right now, I will say, is a step. He's there, but he's he's a step behind Rom. You would and, say and right now, yeah. Would you take Scotty and Rom or the field for more PGA? Oh, the wins? field for sure. These guys uh, aren't. Yeah, I would say yeah. Over the course of the year, yeah. I'm just saying. I, I would say even like next week, would you pick like who like for the players? Like, would you go Scotty, Rom, or the field? The, the field. field. Like these guys aren't. Tiger. I think part of that is the players though. And and kind of the course and and the the history and how a lot of guys it's very hard to to have uh, consistent success at a course like that um, at an event like this. Um, we'll get into all that, but on the Rory conversation, I, I I do I I I think there is something to be said about some of the best players of the game grabbing a lead and holding on to a lead, and it doesn't always happen because this is golf. It's an incredibly difficult sport, and and, and stuff happens. But for the most part, I agree with you. I think in in the last couple of holes with Rory right there, I was surprised that he wasn't able to hold on. I was. I mean, I know it, the the course was playing very difficult. Guys weren't making putts, and it wasn't but in the just majors. Him. But yeah, you're like, gonna have to make these, exactly. these putts if you want to make. Exactly. And he hasn't won one in, in quite a while. Exactly, which and is I, another thing. I think that's that's part of what plays into this narrative like he hasn't won a major in a long time and that and he has you know obviously he's still trying to complete that that grand slam as well we've talked about that in the past with the masters and yep. um that stuff is is starting to build and i think have a little bit of validity to it obviously um winning these majors and winning these big time events is very very challenging but if you're a guy like roy mcelroy and if you're going to be at, you know at the top of uh at the top of the golf world 
you got to make these putts. You got to win these tournaments. Um, and, and and he was not able to get it done at Bay Hill. But you know, we'll see what uh, the players uh, brings. But any other final thoughts on on Arnold Palmer? I've got a couple. One. Yeah, so do I. Cameron Young was almost my sleeper, and then I didn't take him. Oh, it's rough. And he finishes top ten, five under. So, I'm. And there's no such thing so as almost picks, but always, always ride with your Ford and Prep guy. Yes, is more of <laughs> that's true. And also Jason Day, top ten finish, someone who's a former number one in the world. He's playing a lot better this yes, year. Yes, he's having a comeback year. Ricky Fowler also doing the same. I'm not sure what he finished at. He Arnold was one Palmer. under. He was one. I mean, he but was he's thirty, but he's playing a lot better. He's yes. making cuts, which last year. Like last and year, I'm curious to see if cuts. maybe Liv kind of you know, maybe nah, Rick, you don't Ricky's think that has dang. anything to do with it. Like live kind of opening up the when field you said more. Jason Day. Oh, oh, okay. When you said Jason Day, I thought he was on live. To be honest, it seems like he would be. There's know, a few like, guys like I'm surprised like Victor Hovland's not on live. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Joaquin Neiman. Who knows? Who knows going forward? I mean, the, I don't it, think Liv is getting. I don't know. If, I don't think they're getting really. I don't think else. they're going to get a lot. I, think, of I don't think Hovland will leave at this point because well, he's now it's too late. Like an idea of like what it's like to at least be in contention. Like, for, how do you watch majors. it? I know the money's just so good at Liv, and that's but why the money these guys isn't are going. that much lower. I mean, Kirk Kitayama, so he's won like four plus million in his career up to this point. He just won three point six million. Yeah. I mean, for some of the yes, winning a tournament still, but I guess the money Rory can make over and live, he's not going to make back winning. No, no, and but not it, to say that's the the. And well, my point would it's be the upfront money. That's yes, really the difference. The guaranteed right money. But what my point is is, how do you watch that as a competitor and be like, wow, I like I'm at this, I'm at live right now, where it doesn't really even matter. I'm we still talked this about that before yeah. we started the show. Like, like me and Andrew were talking about. I'm that. like, look at that. Le- I don't want. I like want a guy be like Taylor Gooch. That. Like, yeah, a guy like Taylor Gooch who's young. He would probably be in the conversation in some of these tournaments. He's playing with like the Crushers or whatever with his. Uh, yeah. You know, Listen, and like no, Cam will, Smith, like he could have, could have won this too. week. Like I, I don't will, think they care. I, I'll though. push back on it a little, and I think other than these couple of weeks, um, and then maybe the Phoenix Open, these are the premier, these are the biggest PGA Tour events of the year for the most part. Yeah, the designated um, events. But so that's the... in in a month when, or not even a month in what next week when the uh, after yeah, or but two no weeks one's from gonna now play when the Valspar. exactly. So these guys are well. They're playing their live events. They're not looking at the Valspar Championship and saying, "Man, I wish." No, I was but they're not there. playing this week, though. No, and I, I think I know. when you look ahead, like Dell Technologies yeah. is a fun event. Maybe it's not, yeah. you know, a major. I, I, I don't think they really care. But the purses, I think purse the players, are, they might. I think almost everyone cares about the players. Yeah, um, of course, it'd be hard not to. The players' purse is twenty-five million. Yeah, so but uh, other than money. that, though, I, I don't think these guys think about that too much. If I'm being totally honest. I mean. I don't know. Dell Technologies has a pretty high purse. I think any when you're giving a lot of money, I don't know if that's a designated event or not. It would be interesting if it was because that would be cool, like a cool field to have a lot of the, the guys in it uh, just because it's that match play type. But, I mean, just looking at, you know, the events, I mean, I think there are some big ones. I mean, when you're looking at because, like, you have Masters, RBC Heritage, not obviously a huge one. Like, then you go to the, like, Wells Fargo's seems like you could kind of see the designated events just by the purse. I think all the designated events this year are $20 million. Yeah. So those are... So they're making more money. I think there's more money in, in these purses than in previous years, correct? Of course. 100%. Yeah. This oh, is the big, double. Yeah. 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 yeah, easily. Because, like, you can see the other ones, like, for example, like, Valspar's only $8 million. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, so, like, that's, I think, the big thing. A guy like Kurt Kitayama, like, doubling his purse in yeah. one week. I mean, that's that, that means something for the PGA Tour compared to Live, where I, I think $5 million is their winner. Like gets are four million, which is still a little bit more, but you know it's not like it was before, where the million or the player at the PGA Tour, the winner was getting one million, and Liv was getting five million plus the guarantee money on top. 
So Kurt Kitayama wins at Bay Hill at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Huge congratulations to him. His first PGA Tour win. Quite a way to get that over all those big names. But now on to the players at TPC Sawgrass. First of all, no Tiger Woods. He will not be playing in this event. Not a shock, but I was thinking it was at least possible, at least when we were looking at, I'd say if you go back to us talking about the Genesis, I said it was more likely than not that he did play. I expected. But my guess is is that, you know, coming off that tournament, I'm sure his body was was, uh, was struggling. I'm sure he needed a lot of time to recover. Um, and I'm sure he's still, you know, kind of in that recovery phase. He always will be, but uh, especially right now with uh, playing – you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, and and ultimately you want him ready for Augusta, and you want him ready for the Masters. But I think and he needs he to play be. to get ready. Like, yes, yeah. he's going to be healthy, and maybe he plays better. Than, hopefully, he plays better than he did last and year. And if but... you're going to play in an event to get ready for a major, it's this one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think like we saw what Tiger did off of not being ready. I air, air quotes that at the Genesis, but that's yeah. a different tournament. That's a tournament. That's a course that. I mean, obviously, he has a ton of success at Augusta as well, but um, a major and a much more difficult yeah. golf so course. So I think what's going to be interesting is, is to see what this player is, is. Will it play harder than Arnold Palmer did, or is it going to be around mm. the same? Well, or depends. could it play a little easier? It's I think a, it depends on the weather. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those tournaments that can go both ways, yeah. and it, it really depends. I think the weather will be big. Um, the weather was huge last year, played a big <laughs> role in last year. A uh, bunch of delays. Thursday had like... I believe like two, like five hour, uh, like a five hour delay to uh, me, in I total. Think this was a big, like this tournament was a big proponent of the live shotgun start because you yeah. saw guys get the advantage because some guys got to play in like good weather conditions, yeah, and then just because the weather was so quickly yeah. moving, yeah, it was it was kind of a nightmare last year to being totally honest, at least early on in that tournament um, with everything that went on. Um, and now the defending champion will not be at, at the players because it's uh, it's Cameron Smith, um, who has been erased from the history books of TPC <laughs> Sawgrass as he's now with Liv. Um, but you know this is this course uh, is incredibly challenging, no doubt about it. Five of the past six winners have had at least one major title um, that have won this event, um, and you know that kind of shows the, the difficulty that the course presents. Um, not really, you know, obviously. I think uh, there's something to be said about the mental side of the game and how important it is to be uh, confident and mentally strong, especially heading into the to the last couple of holes on the golf course. If you have a lead and you're facing 17, obviously you have to be pretty strong mentally to uh, to lock in and, and hit some of those big time shots and win this tournament. Um, and the short game, you know, we've talked about it with a lot of courses and it's important on a lot of courses but it's especially valuable in a course like this um chipping around the greens and putting uh will be huge at tpc sawgrass um we'll see what the weather does but water hazards on 17 holes um <laughs> rain and wind can certainly play a factor um keeping the ball in the fairway keeping the ball dry at the very least is is, is very important and then uh Chipping and putting around the greens is key, but it's an exciting course, a course oh. that everybody loves to watch. I'm certainly glad I'm not playing it and I'm watching it because I think I would throw my clubs in the water if I was playing it. Yeah. Um, How but, many balls would you go through? Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. <laughs> water has Well, I mean, hole. I'm not sure if you guys have watched, but uh, Foreplay did the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. you know, against Billy Horschel. That's really fun. You know, credit to the foreplay guys. So Trent, they how, how many balls really did Trent well. go through? Because it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, but he, he green seventeen. He's like, yeah, an, I don't know. Yeah, he's I, like, I don't want to spoil it because I know Sam didn't see seventeen yet. Yeah, so. that's okay. It's not a big deal. I'll probably well, watch Trent's green in seventeen is not the biggest it, spoiler, I think. Yeah, yeah it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not, not the shot they take. Let's just yeah. say that. Um, yeah. But uh, 
Well, that's a, that's even more of a spoiler. That, whatever, whatever. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I think Trent is bigger comparison to an average to golfer because well, like, these other the guys thing. are very good. So, eh. um, I mean, you'll see. Like, I mean, the way Riggs plays is pretty atrocious. Yeah, no, I know, but it, it, <laughs> I mean, it's like looking at the like it's, a, it's obviously a very challenging course. But yeah. how many how many balls do I go through? I don't even know. I would probably say like it's got to be like I'd say probably ten, maybe twelve. Depends. That's it also like depends generous. on the weather. I think, I think that's very. Well. I think it depends how you play. Obviously, because you that well. That's like saying also you lose, like that's saying you lose like let's like, say you lose I don't know balls. I don't know if I hit so. like hit my driver. Like you're just gonna stop. I just hit my irons. Like play it safe. Yeah, I got you. And then just like you're hit. Yeah, you know but what it's I'm a cha- it's a challenging course. It's a, yeah, it's extremely. It's gonna bring a lot out of these guys. So and, now they were uh, also talking about on four play how like they were talking about the top five most iconic golf courses. Do you think that TPC Sawgrass is in it? Maybe five, like maybe. So obviously, I, I like think it, they were like talking you about think outside Augusta, of Pebble, St. and St. Andrews, and then kind of what's your next two? Hmm. I think that's kind of what I don't have enough knowledge about golf courses. There's definitely a lot in Europe that are more historical and iconic. Nah, but I think like when you other look than at, St. Andrews, I can't really think, I think of one in Europe that is necessarily Saint, yeah. like that. No, I, I think when you when you look There's at Tory couple, Pines, I think just because the ti- Tigers had some just amazing. Well, I like Pinehurst too. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Like again, like I think, it's also it's all I think biased. You could, I think you could put like, like, I think you put Sawgrass in the top five, like in like five, Beth Page five Black. Yeah. I think could I could be see. There. I wouldn't be. I don't, I don't know. There's a clear. I think you're right. There's like a clear, especially one and two with with Augusta yeah. and St Andrews. That's pretty. clear. And I think Pebble though. Is um. Yeah. And that's obviously up there too. So the, those are pretty clear. And then outside of that, I think you, there's a lot of places you could go. Yeah. I think if you're talking about Europe, I know like. Um, you know, playing in Ireland last year, like there are some pretty amazing courses out there. Um, Here, not necessarily well known for PGA Tour events or, or well known for for world uh, world tour events, but um, still very very. Uh, Carnoustie, some people would probably say. I don't know. It depends. Like, just I'm just looking at the the, the open venues. That's where they've had it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe Carnoustie, but I, I don't think Carnoustie is bigger than like Torrey Pines. No, say. just what Tiger has done there. And yeah, legendary moments. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's uh, no, but this course is um, this course is. I mean, that's seventeen what, is. I think iconic. it's what you know. It, oh, it is. It's it's one of the most iconic holes in all of golf. I think you could you could certainly say that. I think everyone knows, even if you don't know TPC Sawgrass, even you know if you don't know the players, you you see that hole and you say, okay, I know that hole. It's that's also in all the video hole. games. And... Yes, of course. And so I think um, there's something to be said about that, and I think that's what makes this tournament so exciting. Um, and and of course, another reason why it's exciting is because all the big names will be there. All the heavy hitters um, will be in this one. The only guy with back-to-back top twenty finishes in the players is Shane Lowry. Really? Yeah. Only one. That's it. Is you're saying current? Yeah. Like oh, like okay. the last two last years, two. Okay. heading into this year. Um, wow. Which I think says a lot <laughs> about this course. Says a lot about how challenging it is, it is and how can, tough it is to be consistent, um, because. Everybody, I think it's more about playing well going into the tournament than maybe your history. Yes, at the players, I agree with that. Yeah, and 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 that's why it's interesting because there's a guy like John Rahm who's top of the world, but is coming off not a very good week. So yeah. then that you know, and and maybe not a guy that I would say his game sets up perfectly for for the players. Not like really anybody's does, but um, that's an interesting guy to see. You know what we're going to see from him. What were the? There are a couple of groups announced already. So Here, we're recording yeah, let this me, on Monday, but let me um, pull that up. I believe you said John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, and Rory, Rory. McIlroy, yeah. which is, I mean, talk about stuff. So they announced the feature groups, like the on, top three in the I th- world. I think like on ESPN Plus, because like they do like the featured groups. Yeah, and I, that was one of them. Here, I'll, I'll look up the other one. The other one at Max Homa, JT. I just forgot the third player. And Je- Justin Thomas, former champ um, yes. from 2021 at the Players. Rory McIlroy, also a former. Champ 
champion at the players. Um, Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, one and two in the world. Um, Scheffler coming off, I would say, not even playing his best golf, but still being very close to winning. Um, Jordan Spieth, JT, and Jordan Spieth. And that's another great group. Uh, those three guys, those are an entertaining group of guys. Um, and you throw in, obviously, Xander Schauffele, Colin Morikawa. Um, I mean, there's not – this is – you know, it makes sense. It's the players. All the stars are out. But uh, a fantastic field and a fantastic couple of groups leading the way. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the stars are out. It's another – I don't even know if this is called the designated event. I think this is just the players. It's the PGA Tour's flagship event. Everyone's going to be there, and that's kind of it. And – I think every all the like I think top forty players besides Cameron Smith are going to be there. Yeah, which which is funny. The, the, other you know, than just, <laughs> other than the defending champ. Other uh, than the defending champ. Yeah, it's the a whole big golf it's a big series. person to miss. Nah, it's not. I think it. Eh, it's a bit. It's a defending champion. I know, I, but I trust think, me. Once this gets underway, no, no we're not going to miss. Gonna be thinking no about one's Cameron missing Smith. Cameron Smith. Yeah. But if Cameron Smith was in it, I think that could yes, change things. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Like he definitely would add something. But without. Like, him not being in this tournament doesn't make that much of a difference in terms of, like, no one's going to be no one's gonna be thinking about, oh, I wish Cameron Smith was here. Like, <laughs> like even though he won the event, like, no. with, with, the top, with the top guys in the world here. I mean, look at, look, at la- like, look at last weekend where you were like, oh, I wish. No. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what all these live guys like. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be very interesting at the Masters. Like, also, I don't know if you guys saw, but it seems like the live guys are going to wear their, like, team uniforms oh at the Masters. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> No way, really? <laughs> yeah, like all the guys that don't oh have like the, supposedly they have to wear like live. I'm just picturing team. like Jim Nance being like, "All right, let's head to the fifth. It's Crusher's Golf Club." Huh? Also, I'm looking at Taylor I'm Cruz. looking at old historical um, results for people. Oh, that's why you were on the tour. Oh, wait, I thought you were saying you're looking at old historical courses. No, 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 like, no. That's no, why you've been talking. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I've got my sleeper now. <laughs> okay. I've got my sleeper. I'm really confident <laughs> in it. But the players used to be in June in May. Yeah, they changed the schedule. When like, did they do that? It used to, yeah. I mean, I'm looking back in you know 20, you know 16, 17, I think even 18. It used to be in May, and it used to be See, like interesting because four tournaments after Arnold Palmer. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's different weather, obviously. So it's kind of harder to judge people who won it then. But obviously, if you know the course, you know the course. But I am excited to give my sleeper pick. So should we start on? Uh, yeah. Do you want to p- start there? I, yeah. I'll start on my sleeper. Go I, I got a uh, Jason Day. Okay. Um, he, had like a, he finished 8th in 2019, 5th <laughs> in 2018, and 1 had in 2016. I told him before the show who I was picking. That was his pick. And then apparently now he was going to take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, so I was looking at the odds. You can also take him. I like I his odds. I like his odds. Plus 4,000. I know he's yeah, probably he's great odds. He's got, you know, he's tied for 8th in 19, tied for 5th in 2018. He'd won in 2016. And wow. since then, he's not been great. I think his best finish in the past five years is 35th. He hasn't played well, He though, got period. cut last time, but he's also not the same golfer he was, so he's playing better golf now. It's hard to look at those. I'm looking at the times he did play great golf. He had three top ten finishes in a matter of wow, four he's, years. Wow, he's got four straight top ten finishes. Jason Day. He's on. Yeah, I mean, if you're up. talking about someone that Sneaky. could shock. Good and, for him, too. Like, Sneaky. he could be a shock win, I think, at this tournament. He could be. I mean, I could see that. I like Jason Day a lot. I yeah. mean, I've picked him in the past too. I mean, such a talented golfer. And it's funny how like a lot of these guys do kind of go through the ebbs and flows. And you know, I think last year, um, his mother passed away, which I think was a big thing of why he didn't play maybe too well. Now he's kind of building that back, and he's a guy I think everyone should be rooting for, nonetheless. Well, Andrew, I'll give you time to. Yeah, you have to give to me time stall. to read. 
and, and, to and find another sleeper. I mean, you could <laughs> pick one of the ones that uh, I know. I'm thinking of it. So I'm gonna go Sahid Tagala. Um, you know, coming off of uh, full swing, uh, that definitely plays into it. Watching this guy yeah. and what he's come from, and, and starting out on the PGA Tour, I thought that was a really great episode. Um, and he's playing really good golf right now. Uh, he was sixth at the Genesis. He was 14th at Bay Hill. Um, and he was fourth a little bit earlier this year at the Farmers Insurance Open. So um, he missed the cut at the players last year. So I guess that's a little bit of a concern. But obviously, weather was 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 crazy that week. Um, you can't really expect much out of any of these guys on Thursday last year with all those delays. Um, but I think you know I I could definitely see him bouncing back. He's got more confidence now on the tour, and he's playing like that. He's playing with more confidence, which I think is key at TPC Sawgrass. I could expect him to um, you know sneak into the top twenty. I don't think he's going to win this tournament, but I think he could be top twenty um, with how well he's playing right now. I think his his confidence. I like the gala. Yeah, he's he was the guy I originally had. Then I was like, oh, Jason Day. Like he played really well last week. Can't go to him. Jason so I'll go to another guy. Too, yeah. Like, I think I'm between two. I'm between Ricky Fowler and Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley had, like, one of the best rounds yesterday mm. on Sunday at the, the at Bay Hill. So I think he's a guy that, like, if you play well on Sunday, that kind of could play kind of into the next weekend. I mean, it's definitely a quick turnaround. Because, obviously, we're talking about this on Monday, and and, 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 and the players, days, yeah. you know, they'll be there on Wednesday with, but, with I mean, practice like, round, and they'll be right out of Thursday. Where so. is Bay Hill, like, in Florida? It's in Orlando. It's in Orlando. And Jacksonville is kind of near where the players yeah, is. It's so like it's a, very close. Like, they're probably there today. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure these guys with their private jets probably flew. Well, they're not, they're not flying from Orlando to it's, Jacksonville. It's further than you think it is. Like, it's like... I don't it, think... I think it's like three hours drive. Is it? I thought it'd be further than that. I mean, look. Jacksonville's kind of like in the. Oh, look. Keep, keep, yeah. keep talking. Here. So I'm between him and, and Ricky Fowler. He's kind of like Jason Day, where he's playing so much better. Is this for the fade, right? No, no. This is for sleeper. This is sleeper. Oh, I didn't so get you, my sleeper. Oh, you didn't. You, you're not going Day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're no, right. I'm not going to because okay. you guys had him. So, so I was thinking Tallahassee. <laughs> like in terms of where is... it is in Florida, it's only a two-hour drive. So okay, yeah. yeah, they're they're probably they probably just got a house for both weekends, like right. Yeah, in the middle, yeah, that makes sense. All right, sorry. Anyway, so yeah, for sleeper in between those two, give me Ricky Fowler. Why okay. not? You know, he's a guy that like who doesn't like Ricky Fowler? You know, a guy that fun I to think, root for, fun to root for. Keegan Bradley also a good guy to root for, but I'll go Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler is playing some very good golf right now as well. Um, he's just, I mean, for him, I would say like. Top he, twenty. He's not. I mean, I don't know if he's going to win the event. I mean, I'm looking at his like stuff from last year, and he missed a lot of cuts. He played really bad. Um, last year. He, he did not play well. Well, now he's um, kind of like changing. I don't know if you've noticed, but like obviously he doesn't have the long hair anymore. He's kind of wearing. He's not really wearing like the highlighter hmm. stuff anymore. He's kind of wearing more he of the blacks. Play, did he not play in the players last year? I'm not seeing it. I don't think he qualified. Oh wow. Yeah. So not a great year last year, but obviously he's uh, been able to kind of turn that around. So okay. So that's our sleepers. Um, Let's go fade. Uh, Mike, are you ready? You were ready. You were chomping at the bit there, it sounded like. So if, uh, if you're ready. Yeah, to for my fade, um, kind of tough one. Uh, I'm going to go Morikawa just because he burned me last week. I almost went Morikawa this, this um, week. So. He, he's and lost he's got, he's got such high odds, and I'm not sure if that should deter me from taking him, but he's currently sixth ranked in the odds. Tied for fifth, honestly, with Xander. And, yeah, you know, I, I thought he was going to have a really good week last week. He ends up getting cut. Um, so, for, for that reason, I'm going to fade Morikawa. Could he win the tournament? Yeah. So, I, I could get burned by this, but we'll see. You could get burned, but that happens with a lot of the guys we pick here because it's a fade. We're taking somebody that's a favorite, and we're, we're saying they're going to um, – so, you're saying Morikawa gets cut. 
Um, like, I'm, like I, I don't feel that confident about so him. I was but thinking this is what we should do. He's got a chance. Do. Yeah, I we, think for me like, and Andrew were talking about this. So, before. like, I think for yeah. sleeper and fade, like, if you're gonna get more a coward to, to a, like, if you want to say he's gonna miss the cut, I think you should get like more points in our standings, mm. or you could say like, okay, Morikawa is not gonna finish top thirty. You know what I'm I'll saying? I'll say Morikawa is not gonna finish top thirty. Yeah, I think we just need to clarify yeah. that because I think that's say. something like, I mean, Morikawa to miss the cut is like. Like that, or you pick a lower guy to miss the cut, and then same with yeah, and then for, same for with sure. sleeper. Like you, you're picking someone. I think we should do top twenty, for make sleeper. it a little harder for yeah. both sleeper and fade. What do you mean? Okay, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Fade, like yeah, outside. The, I mean, you could yeah. do a miss the cut, but then like like a guy you, like you either Morikawa go miss the cut or you or you go um. Out, I mean, what, if Morikawa misses top, top thirty, 30. to me, that's yes, that's yeah. you're right. He didn't play well when yeah. he's a guy that's top five in the world yeah. or whatever. And then I think sleeper, it's either you know, I would, I, for me, when I think of picking a sleeper, I'm thinking of somebody in the top twenty. But Sam, you gotta you gotta fade. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, so I was gonna go Colin Morikawa. Um, I'm gonna go Will Zalatoris. Okay. Kind of another, you know, a little bit. I, obviously, a bigger name. Um, a guy with odds uh, pretty high as well. Um, and he's played well. This is why this is risky is because he does have a little bit of success at the players in the last couple of years. He's been in the top 25 both years um, that he's played this. But he's really not, not playing well right he's, now. He's not playing well right now. He's not 100% healthy right now. Um, he was 53rd at Arnold Palmer last weekend, um, which certainly uh, is a factor as well. He's just not playing his best golf. I think Zalator, I, I expected him to play much better at Bay Hill. Um, I feel like it's always tough for these did. guys that have just great stretches but can't get the win. Kind of like Finau when he was on that great stretch. But he got the win. He did. Really easy. Yeah, he Didn't he get one last year? Like, oh, well, uh, yeah, he got one. He win. did, but yeah. I, I guess I would. I, I don't know. I was looking for more major and the. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And he's he's been so close. He was to great a bunch Augusta. He was great, at, you know, US Open. And also, I think part of it too is like. I would say part of why I was thinking Morikawa and part of why I'm picking Willie Z is is, is the putter and, and, and the problems that they, uh, that can present in their game, um, and that's so important uh, at a course like TPC Sawgrass. So I think uh, Zalatoris is going to be my fade. Another guy who could you know come alive and win this tournament, um, but I'm going to risk it and say that he won't. I'm going to go uh, at I'm, – I'm, I think he will make the cut, but I'm going to go outside top 30 as well. All right, I'm going to go Sam Burns to miss the cut. And he's a guy that more of like a top 15 player, but I think he's going to go and miss the cut. He's played bad. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Missed the cut at Bay Hill uh, and then missed the cut at the Genesis. And his odds are, I mean, his odds, to put in perspective, are the same as Jason Day's, who's been playing great. Yes, both plus Plus 4,000 to win the tournament. Oh, I have him at plus 3,000. Okay, I'm looking at um, DraftKings as, I mean, it could have. Might have changed. Yeah, yeah, but well, e- either or, I mean. Okay, I mean, if you want me, do you want me to go someone bigger? Is what you're saying? No, oh, that's no, perfect that's pick. I'm j- okay. I was just giving some uh, context. I think it's a great pick. Yeah, so I, I mean, he just hasn't. He was last year. He was amazing. Like he was playing really good golf. I think I may have picked him. I definitely picked him to win a tournament that he won. So I know. So you're saying he missed the cut? He's gonna miss the cut. Okay. He he hasn't played well. He's mi- he's missed his last out of the. He's played three events, but his last two of the uh, the designated events, the big events, he missed both cuts. So I think he'll miss, miss it. How again. quickly you are to. Just tear him down after lifting him up last year. Yeah, you pick he's him playing and great, and now, now, you're, yeah. no. <laughs> now he's not. <laughs> this. Um, all right, so let's do our picks. Uh, uh, should I lead the way again? Yeah, go for it. Um, I got Roy McIlroy. Oh, um, one in uh, 2019. He's been really bad at this course since then, but I think he's a different player now too. Um, he's coming off a runner-up. Uh, it's a tough one, but you know, world number three. I think he still holds that. 
Uh, I think he could win it, and we'll we'll have to see. Could I also see him getting cut? He's gotten cut in the past <laughs> three years. I definitely could him just having an awful day. That's always great with your pick. And you know what? You know, I think it says a lot about Rory and not. I could not see Scotty getting cut. I don't see really a tournament where Scotty gets cut. And I, I think Scotty is. He one was of those the other guy I was going to go with, so but I feel like McElroy kind of has that yeah. boomer bust. This is a big tournament, not quite a major, but it's something to put him back on the map. Kind of what Justin Thomas needed when he won the players. I could see Rom getting cut. I could because Rom because Rom wasn't uh, great this past I weekend. Kinda I kind of see Rom winning the tournament. This I, that too. I mean, he's got the best odds <laughs> plus seven fifties. Unreal. I don't odds. think Rory's getting cut. I think that's. I anyway, think anyway, anyway. Conclude. McElroy's my and pick. Rory probably won't. I'll hand it off to you guys. All right, Andrew. I can go. Yeah. Uh, Xander, I think, is going to win this one. Talk yeah, about the putter. I was, yeah, I was, I was close. You know, talk about the P. He also, like, hasn't won, like, any of the I was going to say, I feel like he really hasn't like done. He's been quiet. He's yeah, been he's quiet. Been what, quiet was the, what was his big tournament wins last year? Oh, let me look. Got he had a couple, I want to say. Um, just, I want to yeah. say I faded him, and he was really good. Uh, let me just look up, because I have all the... He won the Travelers, and he won the Scottish Open. So he won the weekend before... The Open, and he won the Travelers. Okay, because a lot, and I want to say he won. Um, he won the Zurich as well. And he won the Zurich. Yep. And no, you know what? He also, I picked him to win the Zurich. He was nice third. At, he was third at the Phoenix Open. He had a, a solid year. I mean, he a lot really of top twenties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of top twenty. PGA, anyway, anyway, and like, thirteenth. And yeah. just like Cam Smith didn't win one before, you know, the players last year. A guy that's really good with the putter, just like Xander is. Yeah. And you know, he he was only t thirty nine, you know, last week, but. He's a guy that, you know, he'll always be in the mix, in my opinion. And I I think he gets it done this week. Yeah, I think for picking this tournament, it's about picking consistent golfers or as consistent of a golfer as you can find. Um, And I'm going to go Justin Thomas. I'm going to go JT. Um, I'm just scared to pick the guys that have won before. I know, but I know. And especially because he won. Historically, guys don't win this tournament he won that two years. frequently. Unless they're and tired. he won two years yes. ago. But the reason I'm picking him is because he's never missed a cut here in seven starts. He's really? gets, never missed a cut. He's got six finishes inside the top 35 in, in those seven. Um, it just seems like the safest bet. Um, he's been playing, I wouldn't say, for him, I would say decent. For for most golfers, good. But for him, decent right now. He's been, he, was, he was 20th at the Genesis, 21st at Bay Hill. Playing good golf. Not great, though. And he's been a little bit quiet so far this year. And I think that's something that could change um, at a course that obviously he has great memories at and, and a good amount of success at TPC Sawgrass. So... I don't. I agree with you. I think it, it, that's why I was hesitant, hesitant picking him because I don't know if he's going to win this tournament two two times in the course of three years. That would be incredibly impressive. Yeah. Um, but he's a great golfer. He's a really talented golfer, and and he's had a lot of success at this course. And I I could totally see him winning this, uh, winning this tournament. But the players is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very very exciting. Uh, it's 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 the the premier event like we talked about in the PGA Tour, and it's a perfect kind of segue into. Uh, Getting this uh, is, I think, the biggest test for the Masters. Yeah, and I think it's it's getting realistically excited about the Masters because now it's like, okay, the Masters is actually only a month away, you know. And it's like we've seen the commercials since January, and we've yeah. seen uh, the preview. You, you said that Andrew that there's a preview out yeah, today. There's, there's uh, a preview that ESPN uh, just came out for. It's actually the like if you just press golf on ESPN. Yeah, like the number one thing is 
only one month from the Masters, everything you need to get know. To get yeah, ready. so you know that shows the hype around that event, but rightfully so. It's 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 uh it's it's the major that uh, we all look forward to, but. It's a great time in golf right now. Um, I think uh, next week we'll be back to to break yep. down uh, and recap the players and all that it is. And, and I think we'll maybe throw a little full swing conversation in there yes. as well, maybe, because the Valspar Championship will be the following week. And that's not obviously, I'm sure, a, a week where a lot of these bigger names will probably be off and no, not playing in this event. Um, so we'll talk a little full swing as well as we're kind of wrapping up that discussion and, 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 and looking back at that at that series but i think that's going to do it for for this edition of on the green for mike calamari behind the glass and helping out hosting as well andrew galata and sam davis on the green a production of wfuv sports